As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Built to Last show. I have the incredible and also my new friend, my new like real friend, not just a Facebook friend who I see and I do not know. I have the incredible Julie Berenick on with us today to talk all things systems and automation. And Julie, promise me we are going to keep it sexy and fun <laughs> and light and all the things. Totally, Megan. I am so excited to be here. Honestly, I'm thrilled to be here. So it's going to be a lot of fun today. Yeah. And, you know, I'm kind of like joking about being friends with Julie. I mean, we really are like a building a genuine friendship. We, I think we had a connection call or something. And then I know I was on your show and yes. we were like, wait a minute, we have so much in common. Um, like I mean, so many I things. I think it was common. literally in the podcast. We were like, well, yeah, check, 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 check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we totally hit it off. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we were like, let's just have a connection call, just a chat. And so we've just, you know, been chatting and keeping up with each other and messenger and just like chatting, like two friends have conversations, which is so not common these days. So it's been just so refreshing. And I'm excited to bring you on, Julie, because the conversation around systems and automation is, I think it's a really big, scary, like the big bad wolf type of conversation for a lot of people who are at a certain stage and phase of their business growth. And for a lot of people that the things, I think the the stuff that we're really afraid of doing in our business, it's the thing that's going to take our business to the next level. And we've got to make systems and automation not so scary for people. So that's really where I would love to start out today. Let's just like take the scary out of it. And, you know, when you've got someone like you who can come in and whip it up for you, it's not like you're just like telling people what to do and they have to figure out how to do it themselves. It really does take a lot of that ease off. And you are also, you know, I also see you, Julie, as like, yes, you can build systems for people, but you also have to have a strategic mind. You've got to be able to think very strategically. And so you're just taking people's businesses to a whole new level. So, you know, let's just sort of dive in, talk about your background just a teeny bit, and then let's just make this not so scary. Totally. No, I love it. And thank you for the intro. That's one hell of an intro. So <laughs> my background is I've actually spent 18 years in this space, both in the IT world and the marketing world. And my background is actually in consulting um, IT and marketing for pharmaceutical companies. So I've worked with Fortune 500 companies around the world, and I've taken that experience that I've gained through the years. And I'm really focusing on entrepreneurs that are at that, you know, multi-six to seven-figure range that really want to move to that next level, but don't know how they get stuck. They're at their own physical time management ceiling and don't know how to get through. So I really just come in and help take an assessment in a similar way that you do, but, you know, different aspect, but take an assessment of their business of where they feel like they're bleeding time in their business and help 
fill in those gaps with automation. But to your point, you don't have to be at that level to really need automation and need systems in your business. So I agree with you that, you know, so often people think it's this big monstrous thing that only the Fortune 500s have. And that's the farthest thing from the truth. You really, truly need automation really from day one in the simplest format of just like an email campaign, a nurture campaign, something like that, which is oftentimes what people think of at the beginning to you can automate so much behind the scenes that really helps you focus and shine in your own business and be able to do the things that you love and take things off your plate and free up your time. So my passion in all of this is really giving the gift of time to powerful CEOs to be able to scale their business and have time back to spend with their families, to do what they love, whether it's helping their clients or just in their personal life, but to just take things off their plate so they're not so overwhelmed. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, you've you've been around the block long enough to start seeing patterns in people's businesses and common themes. Can you share maybe like, let's just go with a number three. What are the three like first most important key areas that someone really needs to start systematizing and automating so that they so that it does yes it gives them more free time which is what everybody wants everybody wants more freedom in in a number of categories and they also want their business to grow they do want to make more money they do want to serve more clients and we all know when systems and automation aren't in place you get to a point where you're really exhausted and i've definitely been there you're exhausted your time is maxed, your bandwidth and your capacity is maxed. And you're thinking about how much you want growth. You're thinking about how much you want to double, triple, or quadruple your monthly recurring revenue. You're thinking about how you want to serve hundreds or thousands of clients, but you're literally like stretched so thin, maybe with the 10, 20, or 30 clients that you have. So a lot of people just like cut off the desire to even grow bigger. And, and here's what I hear a lot of people say. And I think people default to this. They're like, I don't want a big team. I don't want a big company. I'm just super happy making this amount of money over here. It puts food on my table. It pays the bills, blah, 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 blah. But you know, nobody's really reaching their full life potential with that type of thought process. So what would be like the first three areas that someone would really need to be considering systematizing and automating inside the business? Yeah. So the first one where I would suggest that everybody starts is the onboarding process, because as you know, retention starts at the very beginning. So let's begin with the end in mind, but start with the onboarding process. When people come in your front door, there are so many things that you can automate in that process to make it feel seamless and make it easy for your customers to come into the front door and to fall in love with you from day one. So I would definitely look at that process and you know, one of the hidden benefits of using automation in your business, no matter what it is, is it forces you, it's a hidden benefit, but it forces you to create that process and to document that process and work out the kinks of that process where you're not just doing it out of your head. Because when we all start our business, we're just doing what feels natural within the flow of bringing those clients on or whatever it is that you're doing with your clients. But you really need to like document what are each steps along the way. And when you create that onboarding process, then it helps people feel welcome and helps ease their minds. It helps them know what to expect and know what's next. And again, just fall in love with you from day one. Um, so I would definitely start there. 
um, as your first point of automation. And it's actually very simple to do in just really focusing on email at that point um, or the different touch points. Like there's lots of things that can be done behind the scenes of just taking things off your plate of, you know, sending them the resources they need to creating folders to lots of different things that could be done. But on the simplest level, I would say an email automation to start. So that I would say is number one. Number two, I would say would be your feedback referral process. So once you have people in your pipeline, you need to need to be able to get their input to make whatever your product, your service, your offering, whatever that is, you want to make it better because you want to be the best out of everything out there. So the only way to do that is to actually listen to your customers. So I would highly encourage every business out there to have some sort of feedback, automated feedback loop that um, asks people, you know, when they're first onboarding, what is their experience like, or, you know, after you've delivered their service, whatever that point is that makes sense in your journey to see what could have been done better. And I know that is a scary question to ask. But what could have been done better and what did they love? And can you use that as a testimonial? And then as you're getting their feedback, it's an automated way to build your reputation that if they're happy, you can drive them directly to, hey, can you give us a referral or a testimonial and send them to Facebook, to Google, to wherever you want that referral to be. If they weren't happy, then you take that internally and you can address that issue and stop any potential damage to your reputation of people going out and bad-mouthing you because you can find that out immediately, address it immediately, remediate it, and then not have that issue in the future. So I would say that would absolutely be number two. Um, And number three, I would look at sales funnels because that is a huge way to create immediate revenue in your business and increase that revenue exponentially without needing to create a new product or a new offering or some sort of crazy effort that you need to go to, you can very easily increase your cost per acquisition or cost per sale, quite frankly, um, just by tacking on some additional add-ons or upsells or something that makes sense within your business model. Yeah, I love that you brought up about the feedback. Um, I'll tell just a a quick story. I have one of my clients, um, I'm working with the client's program director inside of their business. And they just had an in-person retreat and wanted to send out a feedback form and not just about the retreat, but you know, it's, they're about three months into the program, two or three months into the program. So they wanted to do a feedback. So we sent out some feedback and one of the, I was reading through it yesterday and one, one person said, you know, it would be so great if periodically someone from the team was just reaching out to us just to say like, how's it going? And she goes, you know, it's one thing when we're reaching out to the team because we need help, but it would be really nice. And she put it in three different places in the feedback form, three different questions. She was like, it would be really great. And so when it comes, and so some people may be thinking, well, like, how do you automate that? Because they really do want a physical human being reaching out to them, but you can automate that in a system where it's giving you or the team member, a, a, I don't know, I'm like a a reminder that I was looking for the right word, like a reminder. <laughs> and you could set that up in, in whatever platform you want to set it up. You know, if it's like Airtable or Asana or wherever and hook up some zaps to it, where that's sending you an email saying, Hey, it's time to check in on Julie. She's been in the program for 30 days, send her a message asking her how she's doing, but you can figure out, you know, if you've got a year long program, 
how often and at what cadence do you want to be reaching out and just checking in with your clients? You know, figure that out. But that can be automated in terms of reminders to you or your team. So talk about that a little bit, because sometimes automation isn't just like these automated emails are going out. It can be automation in the form of like sending reminders to your team as well so that you're, you know, following your client experience process that you designed. Totally, totally. Yeah, it can be different levels depending on, again, what makes sense in your journey and your experience. But that's how I love to use it. Like for me, you know, I think automation gets a bad rap that it feels like a machine is reaching out to you. And to me, that is the worst way, the worst way possible to use it. I use it to be extremely personalized, extremely high touch, high focus, so that you have that relationship that you're building with somebody and you're using the information that you have that they've already given you to really make it a focused high touch experience. But to your point, it can be, you know, emails that you send out. It can be reminders to yourself of, hey, reach out to Megan. Here's her link. Here's the information you need to do. And like I use automation with my clients to take the weight off of their minds of the things that they necessarily have to remember so that they can focus on building that relationship with their clients and focus on that personal connection. And the automation can be as easy as just those, you know, those triggers to say, hey, this person is at this point in their journey, reach out to them at this, you know, XYZ, whatever you need to remember. And it makes your life so much easier. And it means the world to your clients that you remembered them, that you care about them, that you know where they are, you're keeping track of them. Like that speaks volumes to your clients. And it's as simple as, you know, for us putting, you know, on the simplest level, a Google reminder in our calendars or something like that. But it can be baked into your journey. And that's the best way to do it. That at strategic points in their journey, you've got specific either reminders, reach out points, or even in this scenario, I would suggest making that initial touch point even be an automated personalized email or text. So you don't actually have to remember the email or text, but it is that reach out to the person. So when they reach back to you, you can give them a very personal um, you know, response back. And that's where the humanness comes into that whole experience. So it can feel very, very human. The goal is to make it be conversational and feel personal and feel human. You don't want it to feel like a machine, but it doesn't have to be this crazy, huge architected um, monstrosity that you've got running behind the scenes. It's actually very simple if you have the right person and the strategy in mind um, to make it work really well for your business. At what point should someone start thinking about bringing automation and systems into their business at a greater greater level than they currently have it. Let's say someone is doing most of this, everything's happening like manually, even if they might have a VA or another team member or more than one team member, they're, they're still doing too much manually. The business owner is still being pulled in way too much because they're recognizing now, like I can't actually grow the business to the level that I want because I'm being sucked into whether it's having to jump in in marketing, sales, client delivery operations, they're still jumping in too much. And I think that when a business owner recognizes that and they have the self-awareness around, I'm having to jump in too much in all the different categories of business, that should be like your big signal. Okay, it's time. It's time for me to start doing some automations and systems. I was I was reading something, I believe it was on Instagram yesterday, and I don't remember who was saying it, but they were talking about how 
you need to, you need to get yourself to a place where you're willing to bring on automation. And, and maybe it was one of your posts. I don't even know. Maybe it was you. Julie. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember, but I was like, I'm going to talk about this with Julie. And they were saying, bring on systems and automation before you actually need it operationally or before you think you need it operationally. Is that a true statement? And if so, how does someone know it's, it's time? Yeah, I think honestly, it's time when you're starting to feel stretched too thin. So it may actually be time. And actually, I think it's time before you even bring in that VA, because when you're bringing in that VA, you obviously need more help. Like you're obviously feeling that you're stretched too thin, which is great. That means your business is is growing, right? Like you want that, but there are different ways to approach that. And it may be, you know, multi-tiered where you do bring in the automation to take care of the things that don't require the human touch that have you know, you've nailed down the systems, you've nailed down the processes, you know what actually needs to happen. And that is a precursor to automation, first of all, is that you need to know what you're doing with your business. You need to have a very clear focus of what you're trying to accomplish. You need to have an income stream coming in. Like you need to know it's working, right? Because you don't want to speed up a process that's broken. So you need to first figure out what actually works for your business. And then you can get to a place where, okay, let's speed this up. Let's scale this bigger. And, you know, you may need help. And there are definitely reasons for bringing in a VA. I'm not knocking them at all because they're hugely, hugely important and hugely effective. But in my mind, they're, they kind of go in parallel. Like there are things that I would say definitely automate because it takes out the risk of error. It just works. Like once you get the process running, it just runs on automation and you can see exactly how it's working. And then where you need that human judgment and, you know, the, that physical personal touch, you can have the VA help you with that. And then as you're continuing to grow your team, you know, I always suggest to people, and I think you do too, that you bring people that complement your weaknesses. So that's where you really need the human element in your business to scale to wherever you're struggling as a business owner, bring those in as those human beings in your business. But the things that can just run on autopilot, definitely offload that to automation so that you don't have to worry about it. You know, it's working. And then the human element is, you know, thriving where you need those people to support you. I'm glad that you brought up the topic of the VA, because as you were, as you were sharing here, I'm just thinking to myself, I think a lot of folks, you know, almost every online business owner, their first hire is a VA, but I think in their mind, they think a VA is going to do what you actually do in someone's business. So will you talk about the differences between, I'm just going to go hire a VA and pay them 35 bucks an hour and assume that they have got the skill set to set all this up? Because I think that's where a lot of people get annoyed with their VAs. Their expectation of a VA is something that a VA doesn't actually provide. And maybe some people are considered a VA or that's what they label themselves. And maybe they do have that skill set. But I see what a VA does and what you do as two very different things. So what's the difference? What can someone expect from you versus what they should be expecting from a VA? Yeah, I. Uh, it's a very good point. Um, so for what I do personally is I come in and I help bring in that strategic view, that architecture view of, okay, what is working in your business? What is not working in your business? Where do we need to speed things up? Where do we need to slow things down? Like where do we need to refine us? And then from there, build in those points of automation to really help you scale and accelerate your business and to push your business to the next level where a VA is helpful. And one. Um, so what I do with my business is I will come in and help you look from a trip a strategic perspective and an architecture perspective 
perspective to figure out what's working in your business, what's not working in your business, where are your pain points? Like, what really do you need help with? Where do you need to speed things up? Where do you need to slow them down? And really refine that process of your business to make things work better. And then I'll help you build that automation and actually implement it. Like Megan mentioned earlier, I don't just hand you a strategy and say, here, have fun. Just frustrating for everybody. <laughs> so I'll actually help you build it and implement it so that you have that end-to-end process and you know things are working well. Where a VA is helpful is, and they are extremely helpful in businesses. And as you mentioned, oftentimes are the first hire in a business to help extend your bandwidth is when you have those repeatable tasks that require like, you know, configuration every single time or manually reaching out, scheduling you for podcasts or different things that a person has to do and connect with other people but doesn't require a lot of strategic insight because that's oftentimes and most of the time not their expertise. Like their expertise is more, here's a task, go do that task. And, you know, I would challenge you to to think if it's fully repeatable over and over and over again and doesn't require thought, and I would lean towards automation, if it requires thought every single time to tweak it every single time, not saying personalize it, but, you know, it actually requires brain thought to, to do something different every time than I would lean towards a VA. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it definitely answers the question for sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the biggest things that I'm hearing is it's that strategy. There's a whole mm-hmm. strategy behind automations and, and systems. And typically the VA isn't going to come with, they're not going to, they're not bringing the strategy with them. And I think a lot of people do have an expectation that the VA can also think strategically and is bringing the strategy. And that's just not the case. It it just isn't. So yeah, that totally answers it. You know, one of the things that is repetitive in a business is around the, it's around podcasting and, you know, you've got a podcast, I've got a podcast, you and I are on podcasts like all day long with people. uh, And so many business owners have them. And I was so impressed with my podcast guesting experience, signing up to be a part of your podcast. I mean, I could tell right out, right out the gate that you're a systems person and you're an automation person. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was seamless. It was easy. Um, you could tell it was very thoughtful from your perspective. And it was a phenomenal experience to be a guest going through that process on your show. So and I, I think you've got a, something that you're building around this whole podcasting and podcast guesting um, automation and system. So I want to dive into that for a little bit um, because I'd love to hear what you're building with that, how useful it can be for anyone who has their own podcast and what it can really like, what have your results been from automating that process in your own business? Yeah. So I started my podcast at the beginning of this year and it was something new to my radar. Um, And it's something, honestly, I fell in love with right away, like way more than I ever thought I would. Um, And it took off like crazy. And it was so cool just to see things really blowing up. But my brain, when things get, we'll say busy or things get, you know, we'll say busy, my brain gets very, very organized and very systematic because I don't half-ass things very well. So like my goal is always in everything that I do to do world-class, top of the line, just, I never worry about competition personally. I just, in my brain, I always just do better, you know, like, I, and that's not to sound conceited. It's just, that's my work ethic. That's my model. 
So with the whole podcasting thing, once I got my system down of, okay, these are the steps that I need to do, I completely automated my system end to end. And uh, it has helped me blow this thing up. Like in the past 30 days, I've booked 80 80 guests for my podcast and I'm doing anywhere from one to three episodes recording, one to three episodes per day. It's at that high of a volume and it's completely automated, but completely personalized all the way along the way. So I have, and I I really appreciate the feedback because it's been an awesome experience over and over again, where I've simplified the process where they just go onto the website. It's very easy. You sign up, it comes into my system. I see everything within my own CRM, like everything is fully integrated. Um, They can self-schedule, it collects their feedback automatically, it does market research for me, it gets testimonials, um, and it bakes everything into a singular dashboard where I can see every step of the way throughout the entire process, where people are, who I need to work with, where they're stuck and specifically what step they're at. So I know exactly what to ask them about. And it lets me focus my brain power on that personal connection and building those relationships with people and to make it completely seamless end to end. Um, So it's been a total lifesaver for me. And then in addition, all the information that people are giving me and, you know, providing throughout the process, it goes into one singular record so that I have everything on this person. So right before I hop on a podcast, I've got literally everything in front of me. I don't need a VA to gather all these emails and all this information and fight with people for scheduling. I schedule people literally all around the world and every single time zone for my podcast, they can see what's open in my schedule. I just give them the link. They quickly schedule. And I also have um, reminders all throughout the experience at strategic and time so that we're all moving a million miles an hour, myself included. People know exactly when you know to show up. And I've had a 100% show rate for my podcast for that volume of guests. And I just have people raving about it. So what I ended up doing is this thing's fully baked for me. This is my sanity for the podcast. And I plan to do, you know, my original goal was to do a hundred podcast episodes this year. And I'm going to way out, way exceed that goal this year. Um, but I've taken that whole system that I've created and I'm now going to be offering it very shortly to the market for businesses that are out there. And the feedback I've been getting already is even for someone doing like one episode a month, it's transformational for their entire experience because, you know, for the end to end process, and I'm sure, you know, there's like, I counted it up, but for each step along the way for booking a guest for everything that we described, right? It's multiple, multiple hours. And what I had calculated was about 21 hours, 21 VA hours per guest to do all the steps all along the way for each individual guest. And for my system, which is actually called PodVantage, it will do all of that for you. And literally, you just get their input, you check a checkbox, everything is automated all along the way. And it provides a world-class experience for your guests that they've been more than thrilled and Thank you for that <laughs> that tip with it, but um, it just really provides that experience for them so that you can, like I said, spend that time building those relationships, those genuine relationships, and not have to worry about people getting lost or all the balls that you're juggling in the air, dropping them and people slipping through the cracks. And it just makes life so much easier. So I'm so excited to offer it. 
I love it. And I'm so excited that you've, you know, you're going to be offering this as a product for people and people may be thinking too about the podcast and just this whole entire conversation. I think the other thing that's very scary and it's like the big bad wolf for people are the platforms and the softwares, right? And look, it's no secret. And I'm sure you have already tabulated these numbers as well. I think it's fascinating that you tabulated it's 21 hours per podcast guest that your team member and or you are spending per guest. Now with all these platforms that we all know, it's like everybody's using like 12 to 15 or 20 platforms. And you know, every single month that racks up and people are paying like thousands of dollars every single month just to have like all these different platforms. And I think that's been one of the things that has been so challenging and confusing about running an online business over the last, you know, 20, 25 years. It's that you've got to use all these all these separate softwares and platforms. And then, and then nobody knows how they communicate with each other. Right. And that's part of the problem is I, you know, I don't know how any of that stuff communicates. So if I don't, I don't want you to go into a whole lot of detail about this, Julie, but maybe just use the podcast, um, that whole automation as an example, can you just like list off, like what are the platforms and softwares that you're using that go into that, that when people get that product, this is this is what those softwares and, and platforms would be. Totally. So my my experience and what I do in general tends to be platform agnostic. Just to your point, people use so many different things. And through my experience, I've used almost every platform under the sun. So I'm familiar with a ton of them. But what I found works the best with this is actually active campaign is where I build all the automation, all the dashboards, the feedback forms, the collection forms, like everything needed is I have with an um, active campaign and that works seamlessly. And then the other one that I use is Calendly or I could possibly use a different calendar scheduling system, but personally I find Calendly works the best. Um, so they tightly integrate, so they work seamlessly together. So when you schedule in Calendly, it goes into active campaign into the record. Everything is there right in front of you. The dashboard takes care of itself. You never have to move people from step to step to step. And then it can also tie in with your website. So most people already have an existing website, right? So we can take the form from active campaign, put it on your website. And so really those are the only three that I use for this is whatever your existing platform is for your website, we can integrate it or not, but most people want to have it there. Um, Active Campaign houses everything. And then Calendly is usually where I do the scheduling. So I try to keep it as simple as possible because to your point, you don't want to be paying insane amounts of money for this, you know, these platforms just to keep your lights on. So this simplifies it tremendously. And then for the pod advantage, it's just a one-time investment. And then you're literally saving money. Like it will actually pay for itself after only four guests the entire platform pays for itself. And then after that, you're making money and putting money in your pocket month after month, guest after guest, year after year. That's amazing. I love it. It makes life so much more simple, easy, and enjoyable. So you're not having to fret around with making all these things integrate, communicate, or doing it manually yourself or paying. I mean, the other thing is how much you're paying other people to do these jobs manually, like all all the time. Um, awesome, Julie. I'm so excited for this podcast, podcast, like seamless podcast product that you're putting out because 
Um, it's just going to save people so much time, so much money from a VA doing a lot of the work manually or you yourself going in and, and handling that manually. It's just one small sliver of the systems that you can come in and support people to set up and implement and just make life easy, make it fun again, make the business enjoyable again. I actually think that what you come in and do for people, it makes their business enjoyable again for them. I think, you know, we hear so many people talking about these days, like I'm bored with my business. My business isn't enjoyable anymore. I don't love what I've built. My business is enslaving me. And systems and automation and what you're bringing to the table really is the ticket for someone to fall back in love with their business again and no longer feel like their creativity is being squelched. Because a lot of the stuff that you're doing, when we're doing it ourselves or we're managing it ourselves, it's the thing that's squelching an entrepreneur's creativity and visionary capability. And the minute that an entrepreneur's creativity and imagination starts being squelched, that's when things are not, that's that's no good. Things aren't working as well as they could be. Growth is stunted. You know, you're not enjoyable to be around personally anymore because all you're thinking about is all the things that you have to do with your business. So I really want entrepreneurs to, to take this in, in high consideration. If you're feeling like you're burned out or you're tired, you're bored, you don't love your business anymore, your creativity feels squelched, you're managing a lot of people to do a lot of things for you, systems and automation can really be the answer. And I think a lot of people don't do it. This is so interesting. I think a, pe- a lot of people don't go in the direct- this direction, Julie, because they want to keep things so simple. And this, to someone who isn't a systems and automation person, sounds very complex and very complicated. And so people are you know, keeping things simple in the name of like, I don't want a lot of moving parts. But what they're actually doing is creating more complexity and more confusion by not having the systems and automation. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And also, typically in the past, you've had to hire some crazy expensive agency to be able to bring the expertise that, quite frankly, I bring to the table. And so you've got all that expense, you've got all that overhead, you've got so much confusion, and then uh, it just becomes craziness. So that's where I try to keep things super simple, keep them streamlined, keep the stress down. Like you've got enough stress running your business as it is. Like I literally was talking to a personal trainer um, about automation about an hour ago. And she said to me, you know, I said, if I could wave a magic wand, like, what would that look like for you? And she's like, I just want to train my people. Like, I just want to train. I want to train 10 hours a day. Like, I don't want to worry about lead generation and this and this and this and this, like all the, the nitty gritty of her business. And thankfully, that's where I like to geek out with stuff. So I can take that off her plate or take that off of any business owner's plate. But um, yeah, it doesn't have to be crazy complex. It can be very simple and really just take that pain off of you. Um, And actually, the other thing that helps simplify things too is that one of the other main things that I offer is a um, metrics platform that will actually look at all of your systems. Like we're doing all the things on all the platforms and we feel like we're just spinning our wheels so often and we don't know what's actually working, which is so incredibly frustrating for people where I can actually take like over 75 different platforms and pull out the key analytics for you so that you know what things you actually should care about and look at. And you don't have to have your eyes just glaze over 
or struggle logging into system after system after system and have no idea what's working in Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or your website or your sales or your referrals, like all these things just take up your time and energy where I take that information for you and boil it down to only the things that you really care about and then can present it to you on a weekly, monthly, daily basis or real time that you can see it in a dashboard. So you can see just the things that make your business tick and then refine down the energy that you're spending. So you don't have to be everywhere all the time and doing things that may not necessarily be moving the needle in your business. So that's another thing that I would highly, highly recommend for business owners. Yeah. So beneficial, so beneficial music to everyone's ears, I hope. And that dashboard, those metrics are key to making better decisions. So I love it, Julie. So where can people find out more about you? I know you're on social media. I know you've got a website. Where's the best place for people to, and you've got a podcast. So share about all the places and all the things. Yes. So the best place is sevenfigurebuilder.com. You can get pretty much everything there, but I am on um, all social media. You can find me at sevenfigurebuilder. The show, the podcast show, you definitely want to check out is the Seven Figure Builder Show. And I'm on all the podcast channels. I'm on YouTube. I'm pretty much everywhere. Thanks to the joy of automation, I can make that happen. So (laughs) definitely check me out. And if you want to be a guest on my show, reach out as well. But Megan, I think was my my number one favorite guest so far. So I'm thrilled to be on this show. But um, but yeah, sevenfigurebuilder.com would be the best place to hunt me down. Awesome. Well, we've got it all in the show notes below. So if you loved this episode and you are in the midst of doing a lot manually, maybe managing a lot of people and things just aren't getting done, or you're bored with your business, your your creativity is being squelched by just all the things that you don't love doing in your business, automation and systems are the key. And Julie is your gal for building all of that, plus the strategic thinking that is required to go along with that. The two go hand in hand together. So you know where to reach Julie and definitely let us know what you loved about this episode. Leave us a review. And the best way for you to, uh, the best way for us really to get other listeners is for you to share it with friends, family, colleagues, and clients. So if you got any value from our episode today, go ahead and press that share button and share it with those that you love and uh, let them hear from Julie. Julie, thank you so much. This was such a fabulous episode. Thank you, Megan. It was so much fun. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.